Listener Production. Slide on in. It's the Matt and Alex All Day, Day Breakfast. Breakfast. Welcome to the studio. You are currently sitting here with Matt O'Kine, with myself, Alex Dyson, with our producer, Bron Doizak. But the biggest presence in the studio right now is the absolutely ginormous water bottle that, Bron, you have brought in, <laughs> lugged in. Like oh. some, like you're an Egyptian making a pyramid, and it's <laughs> it's one of they must be trendy. Like what? How many liters is, it one is of that those water big bottle? Handle ones that like it looks like a huge dumbbell. It does. It's it's two liters. I'll show you, Matt. Two liters. It's bigger than my oh, head. Oh wow. That's, I've seen them around everywhere. Why is everyone getting the big fluoro two-liter water bottle? This one was gifted to me, and I do love it, and I stay very hydrated. And if I ever get lost in the woods, you'll be able to find me quickly. And if I need a weapon on hand, I can throw this at somebody. <laughs> it's it's multifunctional. It's like a kettlebell. It is. It's humongous. I'm getting it a, I'm getting an arm workout every day. Yeah, like how do you? Why would you want to carry an extra two kilos like around <laughs> with you on your shoulder or whatever? I just, yeah, I'm... You stay hydrated and hit the gym every day. Exactly. Oh, my god. Upper body workout. I'd prefer to turn into a sultana, um, <laughs> which, speaking of which, dried fruits. Uh, we might be talking a little bit of that later on with a bit of mind blown. We've got a big show, Alex Dyson, so let's kick things off, hey? Let's jump in. It's all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, I thought I might share a little story with you that might just, you know, perk you up on a day like today. That'd be good. I wouldn't mind a little little perk up. Yeah, have you have you needed any have you needed much perking up recently? Yeah, definitely. Always. Uh-huh. I, well, I mean, you're hurt a good my mate. finger. I was at Comedy Republic renovating, hurt my finger on a little little carrying around some bits of wood and stuff. Looking good yeah. though, ready for Comedy Festival. Oh boy. If you are going to Comedy Republic during Comedy Festival. Just make sure you mention the staff. Jeez, Dyson's done a good job painting these walls and hallways. Oh yeah, did you? You were on the tools, were you? Good on you. Yep. What color did you go with? Um, there's like a we painted the stairs like a little bit of a grippy green. It's got like sand in it, so it's like non-slip. But what's it called? Um, well, I don't know. Kind of looks like I guess if a cow had thrown up. It's grass. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Wow, that is... <laughs> like a light green, like gr- a milky green. The cow chunder colour. <laughs> Just get that whipped up for you at the local hardware store. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was I was actually hoping that I could get my colour, like my skin colour of brown, like named after me. I'll go to the paint shop and, yeah, call it Okine Brown. Can I get an Okine Brown? I was really thinking that was... Man, well, we talked to the. Remember a few I years know. ago, we talked to the lady from Jewelux who like I names the colors. Because I, because I was like, oh, because 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 I can't say too much about what I why this came up. But yeah. let's just imagine if I was to be standing in a house that has quite a lot of that's like you know like quite a lot of wood in it, mm. and I was like, oh, you know, we might need some extra lighting while we're filming this situation because I exist as a very woody color, <laughs> you know, like. Very I raw am quite mahogany a wood kind of, color. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, hold on. I should I wish I could get this, you know, bunnings up. Um, but anyway, if anyone can help me become a color, I'd love that. Yep. The thing that I was gonna chat to you about to cheer you up is that Sophia, my daughter, 
four years old now, and mm. uh, this week is the VIP at her daycare. What's a VIP at a daycare? Well, very, very important person, Alex Dyson. And they're not the type of VIP that seems to frequent Sydney pubs. <laughs> that was the weirdest thing when I moved to Sydney, and I'm like, why are all these VIP sections of these pubs? Jeez, they really care about their patrons in these places. Yeah. Um, no, this VIP, the very important person, uh, is allowed to talk to the class about a, um, about a special thing to them that means something to them. It's like show and tell, but outsourced to. Basically, they're trying to, they're zhuzhing up the show and tell. Uh, and it's only one person each week that gets to really show off. You know, it's like everyone sits down. It's like this person this week has the most important thing. And we want to hear all about it. And so, so she wanted oh, to so take. The members of the class are very important people and they take turns doing a show and tell. Yeah, every mm. every week one person gets to be selected as the VIP and they do the show and tell. Okay. And uh Sophia is the VIP this week and um so she was like, "Oh, I'm going to do I want to take my Moana doll toy." Nice. And then they were kind of like, "Yeah, no, look, it's not it's not just about showing your toy, it's about showing something that means something." Wait. To you. Hang on, who said that? The school said that to Sophia? I can't remember whether it was a school or whether it was Belinda. Right. But it was like, it was encouraged not to. It was supposed to be like a thing that. I, I remember when we were working at uh, the radio station a little while ago. Some people were like, we want to cover this song for your musical cover segment. And they're like, has it got something else you might want to do? <laughs> that might not go as well. Yes, that did definitely happen. Uh, and that is a whole other story, which is quite <laughs> spicy indeed. Um, but I. Sophia, we were like, okay, choose like choose something that means something to you. Mm-hmm. So she decided to take Eric the Awkward Orc. <gasps> My little kid's book. She really likes it. Aww. And she really, in particular, always says, she actually quotes it quite often, mm. and she pretends to be the dragon, and she says, that's a funky beat, man. <laughs> <laughs> she says that all the time, and she taps that's her so toes, good. and she clicks her fingers like the dragon, and she yeah. goes, that's a funky beat, man. Mm. And then Belinda and I were having a chat about this the other night, and Belinda said, "Can you ask Alex when you're on the when you're on the um, podcast mm-hmm. to please ask him what the song that the dragon in the book mm-hmm. sings, the jazzy song?" Got you. Because this is the song. This is the way that this is what Belinda believes it to sound like. There you go. Is it like? I think I know the song that she's talking about. I don't know the name of it, but I think I maybe I used to be. It's very similar. Is that what the dragon does? Sure, it is. You know what, Blinda? It is. No, it's not. Nailed that. Did you have nothing in your head? No, but my friend Ross, who plays saxophone, I went around to his place. Who's played sax in like? Aussie bands like Dorsal Fins used to play in Ali Barter's band as well. But, mm. um, yeah, he came up with a couple of little sax riffs to, you know, sort of say what would Eric be playing here with the dragon. So oh. if you go on the Instagram, you can check that out. Okay. Can you play it for me right now? Certainly can. <laughs> Uno momento. Uh, it's sort of interlaced with my stupid talking, but. Alex Dyson, and this is my new children's book. 
young orc who's quite shy. Okay, so it's a bit like that. <laughs> yeah, a little bit like that. Oh, nice. Well, look, it's very exciting. All of the kids at Sophia's Daycare will now know from the VIP this week that Eric, the awkward orc, is red hot property, and they'll all be walking around saying, that's a funky beat, man. Well, this is meant to be the end of this segment, but Matt, can I tell you something? That's a little bit wholesome, our little what? kids. What? Got a message on my Instagram, A.E. Dyson, from Salt and Pepper Squid, a.k.a. Oh. Thomas, who is a, um, well, a seafood fan, but also <laughs> a school teacher. Um, okay. And Tom says, morning, my name is Tom, a school teacher from Fitzy. I just saw you at the tram stop in Burke Street. Looked like you listened to music, so I decided not to say good day. All right. Well, you're welcome to say good day next time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then said, however, I just wanted to let you know that your Packer Up Boys skit is something that is echoed through my classroom at the end of each day. I nominate a student and whoever it is gets to stand up on the desk or chair and cast that <laughs> quote across the room. Thanks for helping my kids what? get shit done and out the door each day. Um, and he's a Clarifies, my kids meeting my cl- school class. Incidentally, I don't have 26 kids of my own. <laughs> but there you go. Shout outs to this class who uh, pecks your app wow. every single afternoon. We have officially apl- replaced the school bell. Yeah. <laughs> Truly incredible stuff. Well, thanks for that. Little bit of, uh, a little bit of feel good feels. If you're out there and you would like to pass on a little, little feel good story to one of your friends and you don't mind me and Matt, being involved in that. We'd love to um, love to hear from you. Matt.and.alex, hit us up on Instagram. Oh. Well, the all-day breakfast team is tens of thousands large. Uh, you, I consider you listening part of it because you can get in touch with the show at any time. Matt.and.alex. And someone's got in touch with the show, uh, not even via the Instagram, via the vocal world at Word, and that is our producer, Bronwyn Doizak. Hello, Bron. Hello. You got a question for me and Matt? I do. Want to run something past us? It's a bit morbid, so... You said, okay, you did say this before, well, and the... I'm, I'm intrigued to know what this, what morbid might mean. Is it, would you, are you going for um, burial or cremation? I want to be cremated. That's not it, though. Mm. Uh, I don't know what I want to be. I wouldn't mind being buried. That sweet, sweet cemetery. You want a coffin? In between Bronte and Coogee. It's a good spot. <laughs> good real estate. Um, I'd say, I'd say, <laughs> that would be the most expensive place you've ever lived if, <laughs> if you do end up getting buried there because... <laughs> Oh, yeah, six square metres, um, paying yeah. very premium rates for that. Oh, I'd, I'd probably have to bloody, knowing, knowing the rental bloody emergency these days, I'd have to share my coffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a bit of a crisis. 20 other ghosts just waiting for the space. <laughs> like, oh, come on. So it's not that morbid, Bron? <laughs> no. I am curious about cemeteries, though, because what do you? Because wh- at what point do we not just the entire Earth's covered in cemeteries? Cemetery. Well, yeah. Anyway, that's not it. But I wonder, yeah, how much ash has been thrown in the world? If there's, if you're always walking on where ash was once thrown. <laughs> anyway, 
I went to a funeral not long ago mm. and at the end of the eulogy, people started clapping. Mm. Okay. Now, I, I haven't, I'm fortunate enough to not have been to that many. I've been to a couple, but mm -hmm. I couldn't remember at the other ones that I'd been to much clapping going on at the Okay, service. can I ask you this? Can I ask you this? Mm -hmm. Was there any whooping? <laughs> there was no, woo, <laughs> none of that. Was there? <laughs> not quite, not quite. No okay. one said, yeah, from the back. <laughs> no. I chuck in a little bit of a, yeah. Um, so no one did that. No. Just clapping. Just an applause. Well, did everyone remain seated? Because I went to Anne Juliet mm -hmm. recently. There was a standing ovation. Was there anyone yeah. in the aisles standing oh up? God, I tell you what, you wouldn't want a funeral at the bloody Cannes Film Festival, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Eight minutes of just clapping. They are renowned <laughs> for that. <laughs> Was, um, was yes. what was said in the eulogy particularly touching or moving or celebratory? Um, it was it was very stock standard, I would have to say. Because I did get a clap when I delivered a performance at my grandmother's funeral. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Hold yeah. up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Old Merle Dyson, Merly girl, passed away. Very sadly, I was about year six. I was about 11, 12 years old. Oh, this is sweet. Um, they brought a keyboard was purchased at the funeral because when she was in the nursing home, me and my sisters used to go along and play a few tunes for her at the nursing home. Mm -hmm. Funeral came around, they purchased a keyboard and I had to perform at a funeral. I got to tell you, that's a tough crowd. That is, <laughs> that is, there's not much cheering and whooping. <laughs> And thinking back, maybe old Joe Clark's boogie wasn't the best, <laughs> most appropriate. Did, is that what did you play? Boogie. It was a like a boogie woogie song. Yeah. How'd it go? Can you go? Can you please sing it for me a little bit? Is there any singing? That's how it goes. And everyone's their tissues in the eyes. Like that. And I'm just I'm just ragtime boogieing White Lady Funerals Heidelberg up. They had to yank the mic off you when you started when when they started playing. Dun, 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 this beat right here. <laughs> that all the ladies know <laughs> what guys talk about. No, um, <laughs> but I can imagine I would have got a clap at the end of that. I don't think everyone would have just not clapped at the end of Old Joe Club's boogie. That would be pretty, pretty whack, hey? Yeah. Are you thinking that it's, because are you thinking that it's not appropriate, Bron? When it was happening, what, this is what I acknowledge. People started clapping. I was took by surprise. Then I joined in the clapping. Mm. Then I was turning around to relatives being like, is this all right? Like, are we, <laughs> are we, are we meant to be clapping? Well, let me ask you this, Bron. Do you clap when the plane lands? No, I'm not an idiot, no. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of mine was on the plane and they had to do, it was so rocky, coming, so bumpy coming into Byron just recently. Mm. They did the missed landing up again, another circle, another missed landing. And then they said, we're going to have to go to the Gold Coast if, if this next one doesn't work. 
And then they landed, and I'll tell you what, people clapped. It's people <laughs> really clapped. In that circumstance. Yes. <laughs> we don't have to come from Coolangatta. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that was that was definitely worth a clap. So that, Yeah, so I was at the pub with a few friends over the weekend, and then uh, they had also been to a funeral recently, asked them, did it, uh, just out of curiosity, did anyone clap after the eulogy? And they looked at me like, no, what, who would do that? And then bagged me for joining in the clapping. But- <laughs> <laughs> well, do you clap at the end of a movie? No. <laughs> do you clap at the end of a play? Would you clap at the end of a movie, Matt? You, you nah, know, you know the acting. never. I would never do that. But you know the movie premieres, like we get invited to I sometimes? Would clap, I would have, i tell you what, we got to think about the, how the person would react, okay, mm. if they were still living with us. Mm. And I would have no problem with a clap at my funeral. Because mm. they don't come very often at my live <laughs> shows. So. Hopefully at your final death show. That's when the claps finally come. An <laughs> applause break. Just give me one, please, for my time here on this earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you need to clap at a wake because your audience is usually asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ron, I think that deserves a clap. Come on, give it to me. Thank you. This is all day breakfast. And now it's time for... Mind blown. Blown away. Yeah, that's right. This is the segment in which I attempt to blow Alex Dyson's mind with a fact that I've learned over the week. And this one I feel very silly for, Alex Dyson, because I picked it up via a news.com.au article in which the headline was, people can't believe what paprika is. Right? Now... I wasn't surprised by this fact, okay? I wasn't surprised when I found out the fact that Propeka is actually... Because I didn't know this until, like, relatively recently. Right. And I think it is pretty mind-blowing. You go like this. When you hear it, you're like, oh, oh, yeah. That makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. So the article said that, you know, Propeka is basically just dried, powdered capsicum. Red red capsicum. Red capsicum, right? I I didn't know that. I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, that's a... Now that I understand that, I can even use it better in my cooking. There you go. Right? And then smoked paprika. Mmm, which I'm guessing is smoked capsicum and then dried. Would that make sense? Or do they dry it, then smoke it? Here's what the article then went on to things, foods that people didn't realize are actually other things. Okay. So this is right? that's not your mind blowing. You've got no. some more up your sleeve. So the mind blowing for me was not knowing that prunes are dried plums. <laughs> Did you know this? Um, I don't think I'd thought about it too much. But I just thought the prunes were something, I don't know what I thought they were. That was pr- a prune was just a dried prune. <laughs> I thought that there was like a fresh prune and then a dried prune. It didn't look... It, yeah, it didn't look... I guess I've never seen a fresh <laughs> prune tree. No, I just... <laughs> I thought that they might have just come straight off a vine or something, but they're literally just dried plums, and I cannot believe it. Well, this is karma, really, Matt. 
Why? Having a crack at me about not seeing the little sensor on the the <laughs> checkouts that stops and goes, the little conveyor belt there. And now here you are admitting that you <laughs> never knew that a prune was a dried plum. Now, what I'll clarify is that prunes, not all plums can be prunes, but all prunes were once plums. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So think about that. But I really there, want that, to. <laughs> that was, that, but that, to me, was mind-blowing. Well, no, prune juice. Mm-hmm. Is that just plum juice? Well, I guess so. There's more layers to this insanity. Do so you have to make it a prune and then juice it to be a prune <laughs> juice? Or are you just having plum juice? I would suggest that it have to be, you'd have to make it from the prunes because the plums... The plum juice would be dehyd would be quite watery, so mm. the prune juice is the dehydrate. I mean, it's like it's probably like the same as wine isn't grape juice. No, some stuff's got to happen in between it all. So that tripped me out. Mind blown. My mind was once plump and juicy, and is now shriveled into a prune as a result of that fact. I don't mind. A brain prune. Thank you very much. That is very good, but it's, it doesn't stop there, as is the case with Mind Blown. We love hearing what facts have been warping your brain over the last seven days. Today's fact is from listener Meg. I'm sure everyone saw this on Hamish Blake's Instagram, but my mind is blown. Scorpions glow under UV light. I think I did see that. Scorpions pop up on UV. It's as if they were, you know, Gil Grissom on CSI was doing the little UV lamp across a hotel room. <laughs> little scorpion stain. Oh, man. Imagine how lit a scorpion nightclub would be. That would be badass. They usually use UV lights to find, like, yucky stains in hotel rooms. Mm. Do you know, like, to say, like, look how dirty your hotel room is, and then they shine the light and there's, like, we know what type of stains they find. With that light. And I don't know what I'd prefer to like whip back a bed in a hotel room and to find those stains or just like lots of scorpions. <laughs> like I'm, I kind of like, mm. I think I would prefer a bed full of scorpions. Um, <laughs> thank you very much to Meg for messaging. And you can always get in touch with us at matt.n.alex. We would love mm-hmm. to hear from you at any time. Um, hit us up with your mind blowing facts and we'll be back here for this same segment. Same time, same place next week. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.